Okay, hi guys, and welcome back to Make Today Count, the podcast that brings you inspiring conversations with remarkable people to help you get the most of every day and build an effective personal brand across your business, life, and everything in between. Guys, we've got an amazing guest today. We're talking all about fashion, all about kind of owning your wardrobe. And this is for the guys as well as the girls as well. You know, something, you know, in the photography work that I do, something that often comes up, um, kind of what do we wear? You know, what colors are great for us? What's the best type of clothing to go for? So we've got the perfect person. And she's a stylist. She's a model. She's a personal shopper. She's an event organizer. She's a a mentor um, over at Fashion Candy Style. We've got the amazing Pam Davis. Pam, how are you doing? I'm fine. Hello. Ross thank you for inviting me no you're really welcome it's so great to have you on you know when I was kind of I really wanted to do an episode all about kind of clothing and fashion and that kind of stuff and you're immediately the person that kind of jumped to mind for everything that you're doing um but if the people that listen haven't come across the work you you do before just give us a little bit of background about kind of how you got started and how you got to where you are today yeah well right okay I mean I'm Suffolk born and bred so I've lived in Ipswich all my life Um, I'm in my late 50s now, so I've been around for quite some time. You go through all the various jobs that you have to do when you bring up your families and, you you know, your partners, etc., etc. But my one love was always fashion, design and creativity and all that kind of thing. That kind of stemmed from when I was a little girl. I used to do ballet, ballroom, dancing, all that kind of thing. So it's silver sequins, you know, all that. Um, (laughs) I got to the point where I had to leave a job. A really great job as a sales rep so as you can imagine I've been used to talking to people um, and I then decided I need to do what I really want to do um, as a career so I took the leap of faith and I became a personal stylist because that was really my sort of kind of main aim the reason I wanted to become into stylist is because I have a real love for um, the people like Gokwan, Trini and Susanna, who were the kind of programs that we had back then. Um, mm. And I'd always thought that's the kind of job I want to do. So I delved into it. Um, I started uh, very, very small as a self-titled consultancy, which is PDC consultancy. Um, you know, you get your cards out and you start to put yourself about a bit. Um, and then it kind of grew from there. I started to get commissioned with various things. People were saying, well, can I book you to do this, that? It was the modeling side as well. So I thought, okay, I'm going to build a company which I can put everything under that one umbrella. So that's where Fashion Candy Style was really born. And that was back in 2011. Um, so we're fast forwarding quite a bit now. So that's where it really, really started. Started off really, really small. I then incorporated everything what I needed to do under my one banner and that is fashion candy style so fashion candy style it really is a unique contemporary brand of fashion fusion that's what I really call it it's empowering people through style and the reason I kind of chose that mantra is because every element of what I do does empower people through style so that I cover I live in Suffolk, but I cover Essex, Norfolk, and I sometimes go into London as well. So that's where kind of Fashion Candy Style was born. And as, as we we'll talk about, it kind of has grown so much uh, since then. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing. You know, there's, there's lots of different kind of subjects we could talk about and yeah. all the kind of the expertise that you've got. Um, yeah. But one of the things that I really want to focus on today was around kind of like styling. Yeah. Um, reason for that being is I think that for some people, whether they own a business or whether they're, you know, working for someone else, it's, it, it's kind of one of those things where a lot of people think, well, 
is there any way that I can get the more out of my wardrobe? You yeah. know, um, so maybe we've kind of been set in our ways for a, a little while as to kind of how we dress and the, uh, kind of yeah. the decisions that we make over time. And that, totally. that, that's, that's the guys, guys as well as the girls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, so what I want to do is kind of have that conversation. I know from the work that you do with kind of styling and your yeah. personal shopping work, that was kind of what I wanted to kind of focus sure. on today. Absolutely. And kind of how, how people can get the most out of that. Cause I think it would be real value to, to, to the listeners. Um, if people kind of haven't come across that role before of a kind of a stylist or a, or a personal shopper, how yes. would you kind of explain it to someone in that kind of elevator pitch kind of way? Well, I mean, as a personal stylist, I think the way I can define it is that we help our clients to create the most suitable image for them by choosing the clothes, the accessories, and more importantly, getting the right clothes for them. Everybody's individual. We're all different. We're all different shapes, sizes, colors, authenticity. So no two things suit the same person. So the role of a personal stylist is to really individualize it with that particular person. Um, and I mean, the role as a personal stylist needs to encompass all of those skills as well. So it is about helping the clients achieve their image goals via their wardrobes, um, which I think is really quite important in this day and age. So, yeah, that's yeah. the kind of thing that we do. Yeah. And I'm guessing, you know, you must work with lots of different people from lots of different kind of walks of yeah. life. And, and, and but there's I'm guessing there's something that kind of runs through all those people. And what I'm really interested in is kind of like, is there a kind of um, in your experience, is there kind of a, a point where someone comes to you to for some help? Is is it maybe that they've um, kind of just fed up with everything that they've been wearing over a period of time? Or is it all something that they want kind of a, like a, a fresh look? What have you kind of seen with the people that you work so with? The, in, you know in, what? In, you're in yeah, sorry, yeah. Ross, you're right. In that, exactly that. There are so many different people in so many different walks of life and so many ages as well. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's really weird because a lot of the clients that I meet, I probably meet um, clients which are more so in a settled life. So when I say that, I mean that mm. they've perhaps maybe had their children. They are in a marriage or a partnership and they're changing jobs um, and they're kind mm. of going through their mature journey. So a lot of those people um, are the kind of people that I really aspire to because they've, they change shape. Um, not only that, mm. they change their lifestyles as well because we go from job to job and um, we change sort of things. So I think a lot of my clients really are those kind of people who will say to me, Pam, look, I've really lost my way here. I have a wardrobe full of clothes here and I have no idea what to do with them. To, to me, that's music to my ears, Ross, because that's part of my wonderful job. So, you know, like you said, it, it is a, there's a taboo about personal stylists before when it was only when the celebrities maybe had them or mm. you could really only afford to have a personal stylist but that is so not the case now because the world has evolved fashion has evolved so much differently now that you're able to have mm. a personal stylist as also as a confidence booster as well so not just because you mm. can say right i need to go out tonight i need a dress where's my personal stylist it doesn't really work yeah. like that anymore so in my experience it just helps everybody in whatever age that you are feel more confident about what you've got in your wardrobe so and i'm the person to to help you to do that yeah definitely and i think you're right and it's just become more accessible you know like a lot of things you know today yeah. where 
in in past years we just didn't have access to them you know if you go to some of the big top department stores they have services in there where they you, you know you can work with someone and obviously there's one-to-one with the work that you yeah. do um and you mentioned confidence there which i think is huge because you know sometimes it's not necessarily something we, we automatically think about in you know maybe if we're lacking in confidence sometimes that um we don't immediately come to mind that it might be what we wear and how we present ourselves Absolutely. can can be can be a real kind of catalyst in, in in some of that stuff you know especially for business i think um yeah. how do you how do you think kind of like kind of looking at the the in the way that we dress and kind of um maybe rearranging and restyling that how, how have you seen that kind of help in people's confidence with the people that you work with especially in business as well yeah business i think you're right you touched on it i mean business is quite a big thing really because in business if you dress in a certain way you're going to feel so much better um mm. we get up in the morning we tend to be very habitual we'll put the same suit on every day to go to work and we think it's comfortable um but what wearing the right clothes for you does is actually enhance your work ethic as well because you're putting mm. something on which is going to instantly bring you so much more joy and it could be something very just like a color a color is you know mm. it's quite important in 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 my fashion ethic um, because it does brighten you and it brightens the mode as well so within business i think it's really really important whatever level you are in a business whether you're just working in an office whether you work in a super whatever it may be you if you wear the right clothes you are going to feel so much better and what that does mm. in turn is create a better inner confidence for you. And so that way, you're going to work better. Um, you know, mm. it, it might be, you know, a little bit kind of psychological, but it is a, there is a psychology behind fashion and dressing, and that is the part mm. of it. So it really is. It gives you, you, you feel a little bit more ambitious, you feel a lot more motivated, and you're more likely to drive a lot more of your performances because you're sitting there and you'll think, well, hold on a minute. I'm looking really good. And the reason you're doing that is because you're working your wardrobe much more effectively without having to put the same thing on every day. And there are simple changes you have to make, Ross. They're not big ones. Mm. You don't have to go out and get a whole new wardrobe. It's just effectively using what you have. And that's my job. So I'm the kind of middle person, which is the, 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 on your shoulder in the morning saying, well, I'm going to put that shirt on instead of that shirt. And then instantly it kind of gives you that, that better feeling. And if you're a public speaker, I mean, you want to stand up there and you want to feel good. And you want to feel good in a, something which is going to make you feel good. And when you do that, you speak better. I do. And I know that when I see people, sometimes they'll, you know, they, they stand taller. They, and it's the instant thing that i see once they put something on they'll stand to us if you're going to do that you're going to speak clearer and you're going to speak more confidently yeah yeah i think there's a really great point you made there about kind of being strategic in what we wear to have the outcome that, that we really want and i think Absolutely. for many people you know there's different facets to the work that they do like you say there's some people might be um doing a speaking engagement one day they might be meeting with some clients the next day and 
I guess there's really no rules now, is there? I mean, it, it's kind of, I guess in the past, it was very much kind of like, you know, guys had a suit and tie and, and for, for ladies, it was maybe a, a suit as well and yeah. stuff like that. And it, it's, it's so open to kind of express what you do via the clothes that you wear. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and that's, that's the great thing about kind of working with someone like yourself, because you can really go into that detail, right? What do you want to portray when you go out into the world and you Absolutely. can kind of use, use clothing? To, to, to that extent um, and I think you know you mentioned there about colour and colour is huge and I know you know from I know from uh, from knowing you colour is fantastic it's something that you really love, love and, and you can see that with, with, with the clothing <laughs> that you wear um, I, myself I kind of mix it up sometimes <laughs> but 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 generally I'm I, I tend to go for a lot of black blacks and sort of monotone yeah and you know that kind of stuff and I don't know what it is, I, you know, because I think for a lot of people, um, some people like myself sometimes steer away from colour sometimes, maybe because they just, just don't know where kind of where to start. Maybe they've had clothing before that was colourful, which they didn't really feel c- comfortable in. And, and probably that comes more and probably that comes from more of a place where it wasn't kind of measured. It wasn't kind of really kind of thought out. You just kind sure. of pick something up. Absolutely. Um, how, just talk us through how the importance of color and and what it means and the difference it makes when you kind of use color in your wardrobe in the kind of the day-to-day yeah certainly i mean for the like you said for the day-to-day if it it, i've got to take it back because what you've got to take it back to is what you have in your wardrobe okay so if you open somebody's wardrobe i can guarantee you there's not that much color in there Okay, that's mm. it's a habitual thing. It's not there's no right or wrong to it. It's just what we're mm. all used to. My ethic on color, like you said, I am full of color. I absolutely love color because it makes me feel good. So I do try mm. to to nurture and mentor my clients in the same way. And it's picking and choosing a color which is good for you. What we've got to remember is there's lots of different shades of colors. So if you take pink, green, any of those colours are red, they're different shades to it. So a different shade of a colour is going to look okay with somebody with a different skin tone. It doesn't mean just Mm. that you've got to stay away from green because there's only one green. There are different types of green, sage green, you know, there's so many different. So it's just finding the right colours which suit you and, and your skin tone. And once you've found that, you can then start to put them into your wardrobe and mix and match them with the different things that you have but it's it's hard i'm not saying it's easy because we're all very scared we're all like oh no i don't know if i can wear that no i'm Mm. sure that your your mind has told you that you don't really wear color but what it is as a personal stylist you put it on them you push them out and you say here you are try that on and nine Mm. times out of ten ross people will say the first thing they'll say is Oh, I didn't. I would have never have picked that. So that's yeah, yeah. the beauty of being a stylist is because I've got this skill and ability to be able to say to, to them as a client, well, look, you just put this in a little bit in now and see how you go with it. Then pick that from your wardrobe to put with it. And then all of a sudden you've got an outfit which is slightly different and you haven't gone too much out of your comfort zone because you can't push people too far very quickly. It's a gradual Mm. process because it's a mindset. Mm. Um, So 
with colour, I, I, it, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort. It's just knowledge as to what you, what you've got is going to suit you. And believe me, everybody has got different colours which suit them. There are no two people mm. the same. Um, some people are lucky enough to be able to wear most colours, but I stay away from certain colours. Not many, um, but I do stay mm. away from certain colours which I just know are not going to suit me. So it, it is a case of educating the clients as well as pushing them out of their comfort zone and just visualising it with them. And then they'll see, do you know what? Actually, I can wear that colour. And then their mind starts wow. to look at the other side. And you open a big can of worms then. So all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> oh, right, okay, I'll, I'll, start, mm. I'll try that colour. So it's a little bit like that as a personal stylist. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think sometimes we often just wait for kind of permission from someone else to get to be given colours. I think sometimes as well, you know, if, if we're a bit little bit hesitant about kind of wearing certain things, yeah. um, we kind of want someone, maybe, you know, if, if it's not a stylist, maybe it's a, a friend right. or, you know, if you go shopping together yeah. and you kind of, you know, because they can see you, I guess, from a perspective that you sometimes can't see yourself sure. um and you know we all have our own things going on in our heads when we look at ourselves yeah. <laughs> and in the mirror and all that kind of stuff yeah so that brings a big part into it as well Certainly. um but yes it's really interesting you know for, personally for myself i think w- what it is it, you know, my kind of choice of like monotone and blacks and whites and and grays is I think it's safe. And also, I think for the job that I've done for such a long time, you're kind of, you're not the focus. That's you're, right. You're blending into the kind of the background. Totally. And because the focus, and because the focus is always on, on the, the other, other person, yeah. you don't want to kind of uh, retract from, I'm you know, here. from, no. from, from, yeah, yeah, from that. <laughs> so that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Um, and, and I guess as well, um, f- you know, for use of colour, once you know, those basics of what is a good fit for you yeah then that's pretty much the the palette that you can use for forever i guess absolutely ross you're absolutely mm. right once you've got that palette you can keep that palette and work it so cleverly around your wardrobe that you end up with double the size of the wardrobe that you were using before because you've actually added just a couple of bits in here. Because like you said, nine times out of ten you'll wear, most people will wear the same colour, the same grey suit, the white shirt, the tie, that's it. You know, but if you just put it even, when I say colour, we can even cross over to patterns and stripes. So it's a, yeah. it's a, about having a white shirt, but having an element or a touch of some kind of pattern or print in it. Let's not go too fast and we can just have a slight print. Or if you're really mm. bold, you can put a real big print in there. So it's, it is mm. colours and prints, they go together. So it makes the outfit look so much different because you've actually added something into it. And you can be really brave right. and put colour and print, you know. So it's kind of, it's just about working what you think is best for you. And there's subtlety in prints now, or you can go really all out. It depends on yeah. you, your age, let's be honest with you. You know, we've got yeah. to dress accordingly and appropriately. Um, and your lifestyle, quite frankly, because if you're a mum yeah. at home, you're not really going to be putting printed shirts on, are you? You're going to be putting something on which is a little bit easy to wear, but it's going to be a nice colour as opposed to a white mm. T-shirt. But if you're going out to work and you want to make that impression, you've got a really nice suit on, put a suit, a, a shirt on with a nice print in it. You don't actually sometimes have to wear a tie with it because the print's doing all the work. So it's yeah. just... It's just as, as a personal stylist, it's just educating people as to what you can do with it. And there's so many things and so many ways that you can work fashion within you. Um, it's not, there's not one rule for it at all whatsoever. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think there's also a lot of stories that we tell ourselves, you know, around <laughs> color. But it could, but it could be around kind of like fit and choice of clothing and and, yeah. st- and shape of clothing as well. You know, you know, I've never been able to wear that. I've never looked good in that Absolutely. you know there's sort of things that we kind of tell ourselves you know all the time um i, I want to just move on to kind of like that you know fit yeah. and choice of clothing as well because i think that's that that's huge and 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 you know the the classic is for the guys you know when they've they've chosen a, a suit that's really ill-fitting um they've just gone into somewhere pulled it off the peg and um, put it that's on it. and it's not and it's not fitting on the shoulders you know it's not it's not fitting it's not doing them any justice um but again similar to color i think we get kind of like a prescription for the type of clothes that we would choose if we yeah. were going to a store yeah so i don't know example for me i quite like quite slim fitting yeah. clothing so if yeah. it's a if it's a jean it'll be a slim fit jean yeah i like i like boots i yeah. like um like a chelsea boot or yeah. a, um i like a a jacket a blazer that kind of stuff so i have a kind of a prescription around if i was to go into a store the sort of things that i would choose yeah now what what is it about kind of like what do we need to be mindful of when we're we're choosing kind of like cut or choice of clothing in regards to our body shape because it's one thing liking some clothing but maybe that they're not in the the fit or the style that's going to be flattering to us and what we don't want to do i guess is put us in the the back step the you know the back position where we've see something we really love yeah pop it on and it just doesn't do anything for us what kind of tips would you give for kind of choosing kind of fit and shape of clothing for people and that that's it really you're absolutely right you've you've said most of it i mean it is about the, the the thing about clothes at the moment or have always been is that there are certain shapes and cuts which suit different people. So you're right. You can walk mm. into a store, pick a pick a suit off, especially men. They'll pick a suit off the hanger and they'll think, right, that's okay. That's absolutely what I need. It's yeah. a grey suit. It's got a little mm. pinstripe in and I'm absolutely fine with it. But the cut mm. can be completely wrong for you. So what mm. you have to be mindful about is that you've just got to understand how many cuts and shapes there are and adjust it to your body. So there are now, there are a lot of things now which come in those things. They never used to be. It used to be a standard Mm. suit, a standard dress, that was it. But now you Mm. can get petite, tall. You know, you can get um, long legs, you can get shorter legs, you can get curved, you can get pleated, you know. And I think that's what we've just got to remember is that and sometimes, funnily enough, to make it more complicated is you may be bigger on the top than you are on the bottom. So that's why yeah. you always have to kind of look at, you know, maybe downsizing on a jacket and up and the feel and the fit of it. And then the trousers mm. themselves, you're going to have to get a smaller size, but they're still going to work because it's a suit. But it's just mm. recognising you don't have to just pull that off the peg thing. It is about mm. you can buy the separates to make up a suit, you know, and the women, they can wear two pieces so they can make them up in your sizes because we all change. We're not the same size mm. when, we're, when we're 20, when we're 40, um, regardless mm. what anybody says, we're all changing. Um, so, <laughs> and it's again that's what you're doing as well so do you really need that suit to have a two-piece suit you could probably get yeah. away with a two-piece a, a third piece in the suit because you've got a special suit or you know it, mm. it really is about what you've got kind of just understanding what's going to be good for you so it's pushing yourself out of that zone and thinking about it it's it's, it's tough yeah. Yeah, and it is that, isn't it? It's pushing yourself in the comfort and kind of leaning into it and taking a chance on totally. on something new. Um, I'm guess I'm guessing sometimes you, you must work with people and you know you, 
maybe present them with something that's like i'm not sure if i can do this and and you know whether i can wear that what tips would you give people for kind of like you know maybe they want to start going for things that are a little bit more kind of um different to what they want to wear but is it just a case of just bringing in small things and then just kind of building up would you say absolutely that ross i think Mm. start small you know really start Mm. small because if you go in there all guns blazing it's going to scare you (laughs) off so you literally Mm. have to just right i'm going to look at my jeans i'm going to have a look and see what jeans i've got and what i can do and see if i can wear something which is a little bit more stylish and maybe i can just try that a little bit so if you start off small jeans and trousers go together you wear them on the same part of your body so you can almost Mm. put them into one box then you can look at your jackets the jackets are blazers um, they're kind of like uh, casual jackets. It's all they're all the same thing, but it's just that they're all for different reasons. So, I would honestly say my tips would be is to just look at your wardrobe. Be honest with yourself. Mm. Look at your wardrobe and say to yourself, "Is this wardrobe working for me?" If the answer is mm. no, then you've got to do something about it because it will just stay as it is forever. Um, lots of people have lots of tags in their wardrobe. They buy things and they really don't wear them, Ross. I'm mm. sometimes guilty of it as well, but that's my <laughs> job. Um, but mm. literally, you if you're buying that out, that, that thing that you saw, you've got to wear it. But people don't know how they're going to wear it. They just buy it because it's nice. Yeah. And they mm. think, oh, well, that's okay. It's in the sale. I'm going to buy it and that, uh, they'll never wear it. So, so looking at mm. your wardrobe, look about what you've got. And some of the things, you, if you put your hand right back in your wardrobe, you can pull something out which you can wear now. But it's just because mm. you have, don't know where to put it and you don't know how mm. to wear it. So you just ignore it. It's a habitual thing. You go, oh, I can't be bothered. I'll just put my shirt on then. And off you go. Mm. So it's about looking at what you've got and one of my jobs as a personal stylist, it comes in lots of stages, consultation, it goes to shopping, it goes wardrobe mm. edits as well. So that's where the wardrobe edit comes into. It's one of my favorite parts of, of being a personal stylist because you get to delve mm. into somebody else's wardrobe. Um, and you just split them into piles. You split them, you know, charity, some which need mending, some which you're never, ever going to wear again. If you haven't worn it in a year, I guarantee you're not going to wear it. It's, mm. it's as simple as that unless it's a classic piece so i mm. really when i do go shopping with people i always try to get items which are classic pieces and never date so you can wear them for two or three years down the road but you've changed yeah. them to do something else so a lot of people's habits and they'll just buy it because it's now okay the, the, mm. the retailers are clever they're not silly. The brands are clever. They'll bring something out there, which everyone's going to go off the hook and buy. But if you want mm. to work your wardrobe, you're only going to buy that that certain piece if it's going to work with the rest of your wardrobe. So look at it. Yeah. Look at it and think, okay, I can use that. I can wear that with that pair of jeans whenever it even if it's a month down the road. But at least it's something you can wear. So split them all into piles charity you can donate them to family and friends they've got things like vinted apps and stuff like that now where you yeah, can yeah. get money back for them you know you've probably mm. got clothes there which somebody else would want even if you get 10 mm. quid for them it's better than nothing so there's no yeah. excuse for anybody not to have a working wardrobe because we also do have lots of different budget sort of for everybody's budget as well so it's yeah, not sure. ju- you know it's it we can go anywhere from supermarkets to you know the top end shops so there's no excuse for anyone to go anywhere to get anything it's not it's mm. just knowing what to get and again that's down to mm. being a personal stylist 
Mm. And, and I think you just got to be strict, haven't you, when you go through these Very things? Very Because, you know, cause, you know it, it's a bit of a given. If you've got a ton of stuff in your wardrobe, you're probably a hoarder of some level. And you, you've probably got stuff in there that you probably think, well, yeah, I, I used to wear that or I used to love that yeah. or it's got some kind of sentimental value. I wore that when we did this or we did that. Sentiment and I is think, horrible, you know, Ross. Hate sentiment. Because mm, everyone goes, well, yeah. it's my favourite jumper. I haven't worn it for three years. Well, mm. that's what I get quite a lot. So, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. No, and I think, you know, maybe if if it's got some real sentiment to it, maybe put it in a box and put it in the loft. If you need to keep it, you know, keep just, it just, get it out of the, just get it out of the way. Absolutely. You know, get out of the ways um, Absolutely. for that, that as that's well. That's exactly um, what I say. How, um, you know... For, the, we, we, we touched on it before but the kind of yeah. the choices that we wear for for work in, and in business have, have changed a lot i think you know thinking back to when i kind of started in in my work in life it was guys would just wear suits and ties ladies we mentioned before would be have a suit of some description yeah. as well and it's so it's so different now oh. it's so different how how have you seen kind of like those changes sort of come in and 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 what is your advice to those people that kind of think they need to dress in a certain way to still look kind of professional and approachable totally. in the in the work that they do well that, that that's totally it has changed so much ross it has changed over the probably the last sort of like six or seven years really a lot of what you mm. wear in the workplace now is not standard anymore um a lot yeah. of what's out there the brands the trends all that kind of thing they are working what you buy to be able to work where in work um mm. obviously there's certain things you can't do but the most of it is that you can use what you've got in your wardrobe to wear to work um it doesn't have to be the suits it can be for instance ladies blazers are everywhere you know and you can wear that to work, but you should also wear it out as well. So it, where before it used to be, you knew that was a work jacket because you're not going to wear anything else. But now, because a lot of people, the lifestyles now go from work to out straight away. You can almost mm. literally put on something, one thing, which will change your workout for in the day for drinks in the evening. So that's how mm. versatile the working wardrobe has got. And I think employers especially want their, their, their people to be comfortable when they're working. And most people are comfortable when they're comfortable, you know, as opposed to sitting there all kind of straight-laced with a tie like this. And, but So they're going to wear clothes which they feel comfortable in, and it's not going to change their style at all. That's mm. the key. If you're not changing your style, you're not going to be two different people. You're actually going to be the same person at work and when you're out, but you're ish wearing the same things. Of course, there's people who've got to wear suits every day because that's their job, but generally mm. offices, big offices and shops and stuff like that, you see them now. They're wearing things that they would probably wear on a weekend. You know, it's yeah. not much different. They probably have a pair of trousers on at work, but jeans, in, in, in you know, when they're out of work. So the workplace and the employees, they've all relaxed a little bit. Anywhere I go, anywhere I go, whatever mm. industry it is, they're all dressing really casual. I mean, to the point where they're wearing trainers, some people, because mm. that's what they mm. could do. But trainers are mm. part of every footwear now. It's not just mm. running anymore whatever it is it's literally i wear trainers all the time so it's mm, if yeah. if fashion is incorporating in casual wear get on with it you know and then literally just mix and match your wardrobe to be able to 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 do that and it's quite simple because it's 
there's a lot out there. You know, it's not just you, you can find them everywhere. Like I said, in supermarkets, they're, they're full of tops and trousers and everything mm. that you can wear, which are really quite cost effective. So there's actually no excuse. Mm. It's just a point of thinking about it. It's all about thinking. Mm. And that's what we want to do. Yeah, I think it's a really great thing because, you know, before, I guess we might have had, like you say, um, the clothes that we really love, which we would wear out of work. Yeah. And then we would have a set of clothes that we would wear in work. Yeah. And, you know, from experience, I think sometimes if we had those two kind of sets, the ones that we choose for work, we wouldn't put much thought into it. No. I don't think we'd put much personality That's into right. it. We'd just buy it because we had to wear it. But I think now, you know, A, is, you know, you're going to spend less because you're just getting kind of clothing to wear throughout your life, whether you're at work or, Absolutely. At, um, or, or at home. And also it just enables you, like you said, it's really important point that you can inject your own personality you know the the, the colors and the the prints and the, and the types of clothing that you really love which you think speak to your kind of authenticity you can wear that to work as well Absolutely. Um, and I th- and I think in the time where we encourage people to be themselves, to be more authentic in the, the work they do, especially if people work for themselves, we want to kind of use clothing to portray our personalities Absolutely. so that we kind of set ourselves apart from, from other people that maybe do the same, same sort of work that we do. Totally. Um, so, I th- yeah, I think it's a really great thing, you know, especially like you, said, you mentioned about like trainers and, and those sorts <laughs> of things, you know, we can, we, we can buy those in all colours, in blacks oh. and in grey. So, so, you know, for guys, we can wear them with a suit or we can totally. wear um, a, t- a t-shirt under a jacket yeah. or or you know all that kind of thing so i think there's more versatility there and i think it's, it's, it's only a good thing it's only a good thing i, I think, think so in, Ross. In, you i know. think so and it's also yeah. saving us money a little bit as well because you can mm. you know there's an element of being able to twist your wardrobe around it is a, a, a saving exercise as well because we all tend to yeah. right we've got to wear that that pair of shoes with that suit we've got to wear that with that one mm. you can mix and match them so you're not actually spending as much money which we all have to be really careful of because everything else is going up so let's look at mm. it and think well hang on a minute i can use these trainers to go with that but i can also wear them to go with that if you get two pairs mm. of trainers the same in two different colors that's quite yeah. a clever thing to do one in black yeah. one in white you've still got the same style mm. but you know that they're going to mm. now mix with jeans trousers skirts dresses you're winning you know, you kind yeah. of, it's just having to kind of look at where we are now because it really, really has changed quite quite a lot since I first started. You know, it's not just yeah. that. we. It's actually better, um, but it's just it's yeah. a learning curve for people because it's a bit of, oh, my God, well, what do I do now? You know, and it, we're mm, just all scared. Mm. It's about, you, you're all scared of changing that habit. So um, for me, when I talk to clients and that, it just drops a few light bulbs in there and just say well yeah actually you're right and then you then begin to have a really effective working wardrobe Mm. yeah it's funny you should say that about kind of um, (laughs) you know um buying the um the same type of clothing but in different colors i do that all the time so if i find sort of like like a trout like a trouser or a a jean that i really like i'll buy it in the dark blue and the lighter blue in the in the black because i think i think that's one of the things it's some of it is kind of finding stores and retailers and brands which um you kind of like and you feel good when you're wearing their clothes and their fit complements them so i think that's the thing isn't it if you found stuff before that really resonates with you that you feel comfortable in maybe go back to that store and see what else they've got because because generally they're going to be kind of a similar kind of fit weren't they absolutely ross you're totally right we all have our favorite i know even as a stylist Mm. and i come across so many different brands and so many different 
brands I don't even know because of my work with this morning and I think everybody cuts them differently each designer is different they cut yeah. them differently it might be the same size 10 or 12 but they cut them different mm. so a pair of jeans that I put on in one shop doesn't necessarily mm. is the same fit that I have in another shop so if I found yeah. stores my favorite stores a list of just list them I like jeans from there 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 and there go back to them because more nine yeah. times out of ten you'll because you know it fits right you know, they're not going to change their cuts. They're just going to mm. keep the same. They might bring a different colour out and get that colour. Yeah. But stay with your favourite store. And I know if for a pair mm. of jeans, I know exactly where I'm going to go with it. Because I know those yeah. jeans are going to fit me. Whether or not I like the ones in the other store, they're not going to be the same. So it is about thinking, just thinking about, okay, I'm going to go back to that store because I know them clothes are just perfect for me. And that that's mm. kind of yeah. the way to do it. You can venture out now and again. But it's mm. just finding it, and you're going to feel comfortable, like you said. Yeah, and, and, and kind of to play devil's advocate as well. You know, there's probably <laughs> people listening to this thinking, you know, I I, re- I really want to do this. I really want to change the, the kind of the, the way that I feel when I do clothing, sure. and that means that I've got to change my wardrobe. But there's going to be people that just hate shopping. They hate you it. know that they if they were to choose something <clears throat> that they could do on a Saturday, it Not wouldn't shopping. be shopping. <laughs> And, you know, I guess I, I guess the stereotype is, is with the guys, the guys. But I think it's across the board. I think there's, you know, there's oh. there's ladies as well that just yeah. don't, not into it. And I think that's the beauty of kind of working with someone like yourself because it kind of takes that onus of the, off them. And Absolutely. it gives them, I think, I think sometimes if you're not into shopping, it's probably because you've never experienced it in a kind of like a, a positive way. Absolutely. And then you feel maybe intimidated about going into shops and picking stuff. That's it. Um, what, what do you see the benefit of? Of, of of taking someone in as you know as a stylist and and taking them through when they haven't had a good experience before because that must really help it, it really does and i mean i think i know a lot of people some of my friends hate shopping i know men mm. probably are the ones who really don't like shopping you know they'd rather be mm. doing anything else there are some men that do but most of the majority is the men don't so i think if you don't really like shopping, then take that pressure away. Because I understand mm. when you go into a shop, it's an absolute minefield. So you don't know where to start. So already your stress mm. levels are up here because you're not even, oh gosh, do I really mm. have to? So it's kind of, you're already sort of het up before you've even started shopping. And that is the worst way to shop. So what you need mm. is you need somebody I don't have to always come with you, but what I do is talk to you beforehand and say to you, look, you want these set of clothes. This is where you need to go and this is what you need to look for. Or alternatively, I'll go with you. Um, And I completely Mm. take the stress out of everything because I've already know you as a person, what you're looking for, your shape, your size, so I just hone Mm. in on it. So I haven't got to go around the whole of the shop before I find it. So that's taken the stress level out of it as a personal shopper. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got you've got somebody next to you who's going to be really honest with you and really say to you, look, they do, I don't normally let them do anything. I normally do everything. I go around, I pick them out, put them into the changing room. So they'll look at me sometimes and look at them, why has she picked that up? But when they get into it, they're all like, oh, that's why. So it just starts to educate them a little bit. And then that's when their mindset starts to change. But having somebody with you 
takes away all that pressure because it is not a very nice experience if you don't know what to do. Um, and also, it's something that you think, I really don't want to do this on a Saturday afternoon. I really don't. It's mm. the worst thing. Mm. So when I do go shopping or if I do advise my clients to them, I always advise them, don't go shopping on a Saturday. Don't ever go on a Saturday. Go during the week if you can. It's quieter. Mm. And you've got, you're, mm. you've got less people in there to worry about. And you can actually see it. Um, so they're the sort of things I advise people to do. And if I take people shopping, there's nine times out of ten I will not go on a Saturday. I just I couldn't yeah. even do it because it's it is quite stressful and it's a different vibe. So it is about picking when you go, what you're wanting, and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's if you want somebody, go look at me. But if not, then you kind of think to yourself, okay, well I'm going to start off small. Mm. I'm just going to go for jeans, and I'm going to go out and just spend an hour looking mm. for some different jeans. Gently leave it a couple of weeks. Then the next couple of weeks, go go and look for something else. Or, or alternatively, have a look online and just see maybe, maybe the sort of thing that you're you're thinking of. Because what you're probably thinking of doesn't exist sometimes. Because you've mm. got this idea mm. in your head. Well, I want a pair of jeans and I want them like that. And I want them that colour. And I want. Sometimes they don't exist. But if you have a look online, it begins to show you what is out there. And then you can kind of narrow it down a little bit, you know. So it's all just a bank it all up here. Yeah. I'm guessing one of the lovely things from the work that you do is to kind of take someone that was maybe not feeling confident in what they're wearing and kind of understanding what they really loved and then taking them through that process and then seeing them afterwards and kind of oh. how they then present themselves in the world. Um, and not going into, into, into individuals or no. information about that, but, but, but tell me a little bit about kind of like what you've seen, the differences you've seen in people once they've gone through that process and, and, and kind of how lovely that's been for you. Oh, do you know what, that, Ross, that is probably the most best part of my job is when I see... Hmm the change in people once I've nurtured them, I've styled them, mm. I've consulted them. They totally turn into somebody who I wouldn't even, when I first meet them, they weren't that person. What I normally see is they literally, I'll meet them like this, then they've got their heads up. Because they come out mm. of the changing room and all of a sudden they're looking at themselves and they've stood taller. And you think, wow. And when I've met them before, they say, well, I'm not really sure if I want. And and it's the change in them, but also the change in their confidence, which really, really, really is so satisfying for me because they start to feel, you could see the weight lifts off them and you can see this whole mm. fresh face coming. Oh, look at me. You know, I can actually, mm. I look quite nice. And sometimes <laughs> people are very, you know, they beat themselves up a bit. We all do about certain mm. parts of their mm. body, what they do, what they do. Um, but it's not about that. It's about dressing for it. So you don't have to get down and say, I've got to lose two stone or something. No, you don't. Mm. You literally mm. have to dress for your shape because there are clothes out there that do that. They curve in all the right places. Um, you know, I champion yeah. curves. I champion petites because we are normal people. Um, so mm. to see those people once I've gone through the motion with them, really, it, it, it wars my soul. You know, that's what, the nice thing about my job is is seeing the end result for a lot of these people. I absolutely love it. And they'll come back yeah. and I'll see them and they'll all oh, look what I've got on and, you know, they'll show it off a bit. And before they wouldn't say anything. So, you know, mm. that's what I really like and get out of it. It's really good. Yeah. Yes, yeah, fantastic. Um, 
you know, for the people that maybe listen to this and maybe think, you know, maybe it's time I need to kind of work with someone, I need to find a stylist to work yeah. with. What would be your advice, to, you know, when someone's looking for someone to work with? What are things to look out for um, in order to make a kind of a, a good choice for them as a, as a person? You know, you've got, to, you've got to look at them, okay? They've mm. got to be a good represent, representation of what you're looking to achieve, okay? Mm. Um, they've got to be quite confident. They've got to know their stuff. Um, they've got to be someone who you can approach and actually open up to because it is a personal service. It's quite a personal service. You get yeah. to know that person. You get to know their life. You get to know who they are and what they do. And so they've got to be able to trust you enough to do that. And personal stylists tend to be very creative. That's what our job is. And creative yeah. people are normally, normally quite empathetic. You know, because we have to mm. be, because we have to do so many different things. So when you look, when you're looking for a personal stylist, make sure that you look at them, look at what they've done, look at what they're doing, and how they are. And um, if you warm to that, they'll be okay. And it's quite an instant mm. thing, Ross. You know, it's like when you meet people. You know, you kind of know what they're like when you first meet somebody. Don't yeah, you? of course. Um, yeah. So as a personal stylist. Every day is a catwalk for me, happily. Um, so when people do see me, they know that I have an element of style in my brain. Um, so I think mm. that is what would probably give somebody the confidence to be able to approach me to say, okay, Pam, can you do this for me? So yeah, it kind yeah. of, that's the sort of things you have to look out for. And obviously look and see what they've done and maybe talk to people mm. who they've actually been with and done and yeah. some of their work, like we all have to. So yeah, it's a little bit yeah. like that yeah and and for people that kind of haven't gone through that process before yeah. um be, i think it'd be really helpful to understand kind of how that works i'm guessing that you kind of have a chat first yeah. and, and meet up and then how does it how does it kind of go from there that's it ross it starts off with the contact then i have a consultation i really champion having a consultation because it's me sitting with this person either in my office or in the comfort of their own home because some people don't like to come mm. out of their home they like to be at home mm. for various reasons they've got children they've got to look after them um, but if they want to take it away from there, I have an office which they can mm. come in. We sit down. We go through the whole lot. So I, at the end of the session, I will then know exactly what that client would want. So we then pick what service is best for them. Not every service. Some of them, one of them, four of them. It doesn't. You don't really know. It depends on what they're looking for. Some people have got just special occasions, Ross, and they'll come to me, Pam, I need a dress for so-and-so. They don't need a consultation. They just need me to say, that's where yeah. it goes to go. So it is a, a mm. bit of a it's, a, it's a journey to get to where you are. Um, and then shopping is normally the end of it after the wardrobe, because we've cleared your wardrobe out, we've now got to replenish it. And that happens mm. over a period of time, not instantly, because you'll start to put, it's seasonal as well. You've got to remember we have winter, summer at the moment, who knows, but mm. we have seasons as well, which you've got to dress for the seasons as well. So it's just the fact of adding jumpers in and, then take them off and just have a, a T-shirt. So it is about literally just trying to establish what you are looking for out of the service. And it starts off, importantly, is the consultation and getting to know each other. Hmm. That's really yeah. important. Yeah. And we touched upon it a, a little bit before, but, you know, for you, what's kind of the best thing about doing the work that you do? I just do everything I love every single day, Ross. It's, hmm. it's, it's, always been something I, I love so to mm. become what I'm doing every day bringing joy into people's lives in that way 
is just yeah. the best thing ever. And I shall continue to do it for as long as I can. I'm learning every day. I learn different stuff. Fashion moves as quick as it does. So I have to keep mm. my eye on the ball, make sure I know what's going on and what's not. But that is what I love. And that's just me as a person because I like doing lots of different things. So it's the ideal job for me, I'd say. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, you know, this this podcast is called Make Today Count. And the yeah. reason for that being is that, you know, in every episode, we, we get people together and we talk about a subject or get into a conversation which people, the listeners, may have not got into before. Sure. So, for example, today, they may have not considered that, you know, the effect that how they dress can have an effect on their business yeah. or their life and, and, and that kind of thing. Indeed. And and the goal from each episode is for that person, if they resonate with what we're speaking about, that they can take one thing that they can take into into tomorrow. Perfect. Um, so for the person that's probably listened to this saying, yes, I want to get into this, I want to start kind of, you know, revitalizing my wardrobe. You know, we all know that, you know, if we go and try and do lots of different things, we just get nowhere. Yeah. So for that one thing, what would you say would be that one thing that someone could do tomorrow that would kind of set them on the right track? The one thing that you can do tomorrow to set them on the right track would be to have a look at your wardrobe, okay? Take mm. a look, just take t- 10 minutes out of your day, take a look at your wardrobe and say to yourself, is my wardrobe working for me? And be honest, if it's not, do something about it. If it mm. is, is, then you probably need to work on it. If it's not at all, give me a call yeah yeah that's, that's a really great thing and i think that's the thing that people don't realize is that sometimes a lot of what they need is already sitting there in their wardrobe absolutely and, um, absolutely it, it, it just it just takes some time to go through and it, you know and we buy stuff that we just forget we've bought yeah. sometimes as well don't we you know that's kind of sitting yeah. there and yeah it's it's, it's crazy it what crazy. we kind of have have yeah. have in the back of our wardrobe sometimes <laughs> as, as as well um now as i said at the beginning of the podcast there's lots of different facets to the work that you do in lots yeah. of different areas um so tell me about scott things you've got kind of coming up or things yeah. that um you're, you're excited about Lots of things I'm excited about. There's, a, you know, things, the world's starting to open up a bit, fingers crossed. Mm. So it's been on hold. A lot of what I do is personal. So I've got lots of projects coming up. I've been in commission to do fashion shoots. So that means I yeah. go out, I, I run a model bank, so I, I supply models for certain things. As a model, I'm a model, so I'm still continuing my work with ITV this morning, which is absolutely fantastic and still pinch myself to the day. Um, so I still work in that environment as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I am celebrating 10 years of Suffolk Fashion Show this year, which I'm mighty proud Amazing. of. Amazing. I know. Um, so we are working towards that. It, it's about a six months production, as you well know. So I'm working towards that. At probably July, I'll start on that. And it happens in October. So that's coming up. In between mm. all that, um, I'm now I'm working with a few brands uh, via the Instagram because you can imagine there's you know lots lots goes on there. Um, sending me a, a few bits and I'm starting to do that. So it's turning a little bit in that way. Um, so I'm doing everything mm. that I love. Um, I'm still talking and mentoring. Um, I'm still hosting and mm. all of the above. You know I'm still writing as well. So I do sort of columns from magazines and stuff. And I've actually mm. got more into the beauty side of it. Luckily, mm. it's come to okay. me. Um, a couple of companies have come to me, i.e. Trini London. I've done some work with them, um, one of their models on their on the website. Um, yeah. And a couple of other beauty people have come to me as well. So I think as I'm getting older, um, mm. as a mature lady um, in business, it seems to be that 
I'm going into that direction as well. And I, I love that mm. because it's champion where we are as a mature, as a mature lady. Um, so lots of stuff going on this year, um, lots of plans. You know, it, 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 we're just grateful that everything is open enough for us now to actually get back to it because it's been mm. tough, hasn't it? Um, um, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yes, it's um, lots of stuff coming up. Um, if I'm sure... I mean, most you just need to get get hold of me, really. I mean, where you can find me is um, all the www.fashioncandy.style. I'm on all the social medias. All of my stuff is on there. Suffolk Fashion Show, the Model Bank, Fashion Candy Style, all on the socials. Um, so I can be contacted at any time, any place. I now have an office, which I'm really, really chuffed about which unfortunately I moved into just before lockdown, so I couldn't use it for a while. <laughs> but it sits on the beautiful, beautiful street in St. Peter Street, which is above the okay, yeah. 1940s Blitz Calf, which is there. So I'm very privileged to be oh, sitting cool. on that beautiful... I'm right at the top floor. Um, so, yeah, so what it's given me is now a separation from working from home to in an office, and it works because yeah. I'm opening it up to anybody who wants to come into there in private mm. which is so much okay, better yeah, yeah. so because a lot of people don't want to be at home they want to come and see you in an office i can hold my team meetings there uh, you know that kind of thing so it, it's working um and i couldn't sit in a better place of the town so it's um yeah mm. i invite anybody if they want anything you know any advice anything just just contact me and the office is always open so um yeah it's mm. um it's going in the right way um, which I'm yeah, really yeah. pleased about. And I'm still happy that people are knocking on my door asking me to do things because we are living in such a crazy world right now. So I must be hoping yeah, yeah. to be doing something right. Yeah. And before we wrap up, something you mentioned that I really want to touch yeah. on is around the mentoring. And because yes. I, I think that's, that's, that's really interesting. And I think that's, it's really important. How did that all come about um, in the first place? And, and, and what, what do you feel that you get out of that experience in helping other people? Um, and what kind of audiences are you kind of um, mentoring, mentoring in that work? A lot of the mentoring that I'm doing, the, the most one I'm doing is that I'm actually an almanac for um, the schools, the high schools. Um, so Coppleston mm. High School, for instance, which is where I used to go, funny enough, got invited back. Yeah. And they have roles which are called almanacs. And basically, in a nutshell, they are ex um, pupils or a person from an industry to come in and talk to the last year of school then they're going off or they're going to university and talking to them about business um, where you hmm. how you have to delve from being a student all the way to to running a business and what it takes and what you have to do and what you don't have to do so it's really hmm. really quite poignant for me to go back to the school sometimes and talk to these wide-eyed students as to where I was 30-odd years ago. So that kind of mentorship mm. is... I'm going back actually quite soon, so that's really nice. But on the other hand, I'm also a volunteer mentor as well. So I work for uh, a charity called Volunteering Matters, which is um, based in Ipswich, they're quite nationwide. And I have a mentee yeah. and I'm a mentor. And that literally just takes an hour a week out of my time to just talk to these to my lovely mentee um, and keep in contact with her. So it's it, it's really good. And mentoring physically into my, my business, I mentor all my models. I mentor my team. You know, you mentor mm. them to be 
the better them. And, uh, you know, mm. it, it's so lovely because a lot of the models I take on, they are just normal. They're all normal people, Ross. None of them are models. They're all just normal, hardworking people, men and women. And mm. I mentor them to become part of Fashion Candy style as well. So it's a, it's mm. a real inspirational learning curve for me, which I love. Absolutely love. Mm. Amazing. Um, I like to finish up every, up every episode with gratitude. I think gratitude is oh. hugely important to everything that we do. And, you know, just to say thank you for all the work that you're doing in the world. You know, I, I think from the from the work that you do day to day with people in enhancing their confidence, yeah. I think especially through a time that we've been through over the past couple of years sure. where people maybe have, 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 have reconsidered what they want to do in their life and maybe they want to venture out and get into business and you know i know the work that you do really helps them get that confidence and do that right through to the events and the and the modeling work that you do and and you know right through to the mentoring that we spoke about you know i know there's a lot of fantastic work that you're doing in the local community yeah. and further afield yeah. and kind of nurturing those people at that time in school when we just don't know what we want to do sometimes Absolutely. um so, so so thank you for all the work that you're oh, doing you're in there because it's it, very welcome it's it's, it, it's 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 hugely important and and i guess from just being yourself you know from from someone that watches you from afar on instagram and, and doing all the stuff that you're doing <laughs> you know just just the vibrancy and everything that you kind of encapsulate is, is amazing thank so um yeah keep it keep it up keep it up thank you very very much <laughs> thank you i appreciate that thank you ross no worries so guys what we'd love you to do if you if, you know we've had this conversation about clothing today and fashion and style and everything now there may be something in this episode that really resonated with you maybe it was um something that you just hadn't thought about trying or maybe a certain fit that you might think oh maybe that look, would look good on me we want to hear your feedback so as you'll find all the links to everything that pam's got going on in the show notes of the podcast so we'd love to know leave a comment wherever you um, watching this video or listening to this podcast um, and let us know what those kind of aha moments were those light bulb moments we'd love to hear from you and we'll also get back to you as well if you haven't already done so we'd love you to subscribe either on youtube or over on wherever you listen to this podcast and more importantly we'd love you to leave a review you know when we have people leave a review what it enables us to do is to get these messages get these conversations out to as many people as we can um so if you're listening to this and you think you know maybe there's a friend that you know and I'm, this is quite dodgy <laughs> ground sometimes because it, sending someone a link to a podcast <laughs> about clothing could give out the the message that you think they don't dress that great That's right. but also but but we do everything with love in what we're doing Absolutely. and we're you know so if you've got something maybe um, someone said to you i you know i maybe i've thought about working with a personal stylist yeah. and i just don't know where to start send them this conversation Absolutely. get them involved um get you know pam it's been fantastic speaking to you Absolutely. Uh, thanks for giving your time it's, it's always great spending time with you Andrew, and um thank you and i look forward to seeing you soon Will okay do. thank you ross so so guys this has been make today count i'm ross dean and i'll see you again soon take care bye-bye